Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm beyond excited to announce that I'm joined by the incredible Kelly Lee. Hey. Th- thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Taylor. It's great <laughs> to be here. I'm going to throw it out there because, again, well, we just had a bit of a catch up, but I'm genuinely such a huge fan of yours. Like your music, even just kind of what you do for the music industry in terms of like, you know, getting your voice out there and kind of, you know, for independent artists and stuff like that. I think it's incredible. Oh, so I'm you. very grateful that you're here. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> That's cool. But we've got to talk about the music. Yeah. It is. It, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, my voice has been on a few things, I think. Yeah. Because my name wasn't attached to some of the things. It's, yeah, there was 2014 was the year that my voice was sort of everywhere. But uh, yeah, my name wasn't on those records. But yeah, in dance pop music, my voice was out, you know. And they were huge songs. They weren't just kind of thinking. They were, you know, number one, Billboard, top, you know, Grammy Award nominated songs. Like, these are huge anthems. Yeah. Do you know, it was so weird that year. I don't, I like, 
I don't know how it happened because I, I, I'd been singing on dance records for a while and doing like session jobs and stuff like that. And um, just that year, I mean, I Got You was the first one to blow up. Well, Bingo Players Cry Just a Little, uh, which was a couple years prior, that that sort of did something. Yeah. And it was a big record, but it didn't like, it, it didn't grow as massive as then I Got You did. And then for some reason that year, it was like, I Got You, then I Want to Feel for Second City, and then Love Too Deep for Donna Redondo. And it just sort of like went bam, bam, bam. And yeah, it was mad. But then suddenly it was like, I think that, that was basically the year that um, people started looking at sampling like 90s R&B and yeah. stuff. And growing up in like being a kid of the 90s, you know, I grew up listening to those songs. Like I absolutely love Whitney. I love um, On Vogue. I love um, Tony Braxton. And, you know, yeah. so... I grew up listening to these singers and singing along to them and copying their inflections and things <laughs> they did. So when it came around to someone wanting that sound and those records, that was, you know, my voice could do that. And it just, yeah. Sort of I wanted to ask you about that because obviously, I mean, I'm a nineties kid through and through as well. So some of these samples are from huge, like vocal powerhouses mm-hmm. when you're going into kind of, you know, cover Whitney for obviously Jax and Duke Jamont and you know in Vogue um for um like Second City mm-hmm. that, that, that was the right one wasn't it then yeah Second City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um do you think there's like a layer of pressure there like you know you've kind of got a step it up not step it up because obviously you're fully capable of but like <laughs> is there an extra layer of pressure there yeah absolutely I mean like Whitney's one of my favorite singers of all time she is hugely respected and loved the world over by people who love her music but especially in terms of like singers you know like guitarists have their guitar heroes oh sorry there's my emails I'll... <laughs> sorry. Um, be prepared anyway. um but yeah so like yeah guitarists have their guitar heroes and you know drummers have their favorite drummers singers have their favorite singers that we like look up to and just you know love and hear things and we're like wow and yeah I just you know I wanted to do that justice she's someone I really respected really looked up to really yeah. loved um so when I I did that I mean before I did the session I, I like practiced it and really sat in because when when I'm doing those sessions um we would really make sure that we were nailing those passages. Ask me what I did with my life, spent it with you, spent it with you. And like, you just make sure that I'm getting it right. And I'd hear Whitney and then I would copy Whitney. Oh, oh, and you know, and just <laughs> make sure that I'm, I'm getting that sound right. And the same with Tony Braxton. It's like, I often tell myself we can be, and just like the way she sort of sits in, in the lower sound and, um, yeah, I wanted to be... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to have to jump in here. Because <laughs> I don't know what's just happened, but like I've got goosebumps. I'm literally <laughs> so like, oh my God. <laughs> that, was, that was incredible. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, I just... Yeah, I mean, I grew up listening to those singers. I, I just... Um, I found them so inspiring, you know? And um, when people thought that that was actually Whitney and I got you, it I was... Did. I thought yeah. until the other, like until obviously your Instagram series, you have you know, you know where people have heard your voice before. I had no idea. I thought it was Whitney. So oh, thank you. How, I mean, is that a compliment to you? Maybe well, is that? It is. I mean, it was it was it's such a mix of feelings because obviously suddenly my voice was everywhere. Yeah. Um, but my name wasn't, so I you know I was kind of like that. That's me. But also knowing that people felt like I could potentially sound like one of the greatest singers of all time yeah. in my opinion was very 
you know, humbling and really flattering that people could think that because I can hear that that's me and that's not Whitney. Yeah. Like Whitney is, uh, you know, Whitney's like some next level god of singing. <laughs> um, and that's not me being like a suck up or anything. That's like, she is. Yeah. So to have, to have that comparison was a huge compliment. And um, in terms of being a singer, um, yeah, that just, that, that felt pretty special. I don't know. It's like footballers, you know, there's like world stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's always kind of one. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but then also at the same time, I did want people to know that that was my voice and that was me. That was kind of everywhere. So it was, it was strange. And I mean, I was kind of quiet about it at first. And after a while, it was like, well, hold on a minute. Why am I being quiet about this? This is something. No, it's your talent. It's your thingy. Yeah. yeah. I think, and I think to be fair, this is one of the things that really excited me about like having you on a guest because, not that obviously this is a platform for you to know, because obviously you have your own platform and stuff like that but it needs to be shouted about because your kind of your talent your kind of like vocal everything that you kind of cover or you know whether it's your own stuff like even like the new signal signal single <laughs> it's kind of like you need to be out there you kind of people need to know who you are <laughs> thank you i appreciate that i think yeah i've sort of been finding my in the last few years that's why i set up my label music core in 2018 because yeah. more than friends with james hype had happened uh 2017 and again i was just being asked to sing a, a lot of dance records for producers, yeah. which is is totally cool but no one was really asking me about my own music and my own sound and my own style and you know i'm a creative i'm a songwriter yeah. i dreamt of doing this as a, from a kid um and so that's why i set up my label because i was like you know no one knows that I even maybe do my own thing because yeah. I've been busy singing songs for other people so yeah so that's when in 2018 I set up my label to back myself and I've been releasing independently since 2018 alongside singing other features that I've written or co-written um and yeah and sort of just building up the knowledge of me and my artistry alongside yeah. my voice that people know so yeah is there a kind of like I don't want to say frustration because obviously I don't know that kind of music world at all, but is there a frustration in terms of, you know, getting your voice, even though your voice is everywhere, is your kind of your voice for you, your musical influences, your kind of, because I mean, you, call, you, you appear on a lot of like dance and pop records. Like what would you say like your true kind of, um, kind of genre is? Yeah, I basically, um, I call my music anthemic pop. That's how I kind of identify it. It's Very like, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Some people think it's not, I just, but I feel like it is for me. It's like, it's soulful, but it's got big choruses. Um, you know, uh, I love uh, melodic chords. I love something that moves you. Like, um, I feel like this year I've put out the most me records, like Cotton Clouds yeah. and just for one day whiskey midnight and i've got my next one coming soon and that's one of my favorites the next one i'm dropping and um yeah and and it has i you know i can't lie it has been frustrating and i've the in terms of dance and pop world singers aren't as like respected or given as much as a yeah. platform as a DJ producer is it's like quite a dj producer for world which is cool like you know dj producers are amazing but there has been an imbalance and um it has been frustrating sort of trying to get my own stuff yeah. out there and releasing my own music and like um maybe not getting many playlists but then as soon as i sing a dance feature 
you know, it's on New Music Friday or it's on this, yeah. it's on that. It's like, that is awesome. Can I drift some of that attention? <laughs> I'm here. I'm to, here. <laughs> yeah, my own music as well, please. And, um, but then I know that I'm sort of no dancer. It's sort of like, it's sort of like I'm a, there's like the two separate things, me featuring yeah. me with my own stuff. It's like building up that fan base slowly. And, you know, stuff is happening. I sold out my headline show um, last year, which was so cool. And that kind of showed me like, I know I've got a fan base there. I know I've got an audience there that like mm. my music. I've just got to keep pushing it through and, and, and doing me. And then hopefully people will discover me from loving those songs. Because yeah. People are eclectic. I think sometimes the music industry likes to just box things up. Like that's dance. That's Definitely. Pop, that's yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, we, we all listen to different stuff. Like we don't just listen to dance all day. We don't just listen to soul all day. We don't just listen to chill out. We go with what our mood. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah. So I kind of feel like there is space for that. And I, I wish the industry would sometimes also give smaller artists a bit of a, a bigger push, push as well. And, and more of a support, but that's why I set up the independent arts only playlist um, at the beginning of lockdown. Cause I just felt like there weren't as many playlists out there for independent artists and started that with zero people. Yeah. That followed it. And now I'm at nearly 6,000 followers on the playlist. There are a hell of a lot of bangers on there. I'm glad you listened to it. That's yes, a hell of a lot of bangers on there. Yay. That's the whole point. I mean, like I'm trying to keep it. It's like a hundred songs a week. Um, uh, maximum so like people can listen to it yeah. and click through it and like even if someone finds one artist on there that they love like a song they love that they found a new artist they're a fan of that's the whole point of the playlist it's yeah. connecting to new music you've never heard of and I have I've like found stuff on there and I'm like what is this I'm yeah. now a fan of this um, um, yeah that's felt really good and actually I was surprised at how many people like the submissions I get for the playlist is insane and it kind of for me shows that there isn't enough of a platform for independent artists definitely so. and it's quite um, I don't want to say forceful but when you you know when people like you know like the huge kind of pop stars and stuff whether you know whoever they are they kind of release a song and then it is literally every playlist you know on across the streaming platforms you know even yeah. on tv radio that is that's all you hear so yeah. it's kind of like I'd, I'd obviously i don't want to name name names or anything but it's kind of you get kind of tired very very easily of hearing the same thing all the time so when there's things like your playlist um you know out there i think it's a real opportunity especially at the minute because we're in this kind of generation where i feel like for the first time in a long time people are actually listening rather mm. than just kind of you know forcing their opinions on people so it's i think it's come around at the right time and i think you know now is the time to let those especially from like a i mean i don't understand like the financial point of view but obviously we're in a very weird pandemic at the moment yeah. that's obviously limiting like gigs and kind of thing yeah. so any opportunity to kind of give anyone like a bit of a leg up and you know this is what i'm doing because there is so much out there that is going unheard and it's it's a real shame yeah I, I, I totally agree that is it i mean like the great thing about you know online world is now that obviously so many people can upload their music to be heard but because there is literally a sea yeah of those people going hey my music's here hey my music's here <laughs> you know there is it's it is hard because it's just easier to go with what you know you the know? mega stars mm -hmm. and um 
yeah and i mean like the mega stars are mega stars for a reason and i mean then obviously that's a debate because some mega stars people love and some mega stars people hate but yeah it is it is sometimes frustrating when you see that that mega star will be on every single playlist or sometimes if new music friday puts a, like a couple of tracks from that person's album it's kind of like this is such a big playlist yeah one record yeah one in one out come on guys let's level this up a little bit um so yeah it's it, it is strange and i think obviously like it's been really talked about now that actually since lockdowns happened and there are no live shows which is the biggest part of the income yeah. for the music industry across the board really i mean apart from the songwriters obviously although songwriters do get paid from live shows as well when their songs are being performed through oh wow do they so, yes yeah, so they do so actually oh. songwriters are missing out on the revenue of that especially if they've got performers who are doing arenas and stuff yeah um but yeah that shows that obviously there is a real problem in the industry because the money that's coming in is just based on streaming and the, ro- the revenue from that is so low yeah um, and then when you are an independent artist you know trying to get enough streams to even create some revenue that you can fund back into your own music yeah it's it's frustrating and i also don't think it needs to be hard i just think there could be a couple more playlists or it be a bit more open open yeah yeah because sometimes like you know spotify it's quite like behind the curtain like who it's like the wizard of oz or something <laughs> like who is it who's that <laughs> who is it i pray and um yeah i, I don't know it's just I, what i love doing about this place is sort of coming together with other independent artists and supporting each other and you know following each other on instagram and liking each other's posts and yeah stuff like that. sort of feeling like there's a bit of a community there going girl i got you i know, <laughs> you know what's going on you know we're, we're doing this together so uh yeah but i'm so glad that you listen to the playlist um definitely i'm so i subscribed i think a fair few weeks ago and i was just like every now and again like if i'm working obviously from home so everything if you have the radio on it's the same four songs on repeat so i was like no and then when i saw that i was like yes Yay. it's just and then like, there's so many that then i've kind of like picked and then saved into my own playlists and you know like stuff like that so do you mean it's working it's definitely working you have to let me know who your favorites are um i think one of them i don't know you're gonna like throw me in it now i think one of them i think it was on a few weeks ago i think her name was gnarly i don't know if you've heard of i'm sure it was from your playlist but it was just a very kind of moody pop kind of vibe and it it was just like now I'm, back I, I on, now I'm back on the spot and I'm going to make sure <laughs> you check the playlist. But that sounds wicked. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> that kind of leads me on to like my next thing because um, music for me is like my biggest coping mechanism to help with like my anxiety and stuff like that. It's just a chance for me to kind of escape. And yeah. there's one thing and, you know, I'm leaning towards, you know, speaking to people like yourself who create some of the music that I absolutely love and takes me to those places um what are your go-tos like who you know when you're when things get a little bit manic like who do you kind of go to like what songs not albums do you turn to that's a good question i'm i'm a bit of a creature of habit sometimes when i'm feeling a bit low there's just some stuff i like really need to hear like i'm a big fan of gotier and like everyone knows him for somebody that i used to yeah um but his like some of his tracks are amazing there's a track called save me which uh 
I love and hearts a mess and I'm a big Fink fan. So Fink, um, yesterday was hard on all of us and perfect darkness. And yeah, some of those records I love skunk and I'm a big fan of, um, yes, new artists like, um, Jake Isaac. I absolutely love, he's got a song called, um, uh, oh, I can't remember the exact title, but it's like, uh, I love you for no reason. And I always will. And, uh, Saint Abusay, I'm a big fan of, um, so yeah, so I kind of tend to sometimes go to some comfort records yeah. when I'm feeling a bit low because like, it feels like a little bit of a, a hug. Yeah. But then otherwise I love to just watch movies. Like I like to just, sometimes I just need to switch off because my yeah. brain is highly active. I'm always thinking about what's going on or this, that and the other. And yeah when I watch movies or get into a really good series I can just like switch off and zone out um I've managed to convince my other half to be watching all of the Buffy episodes from the beginning (laughs) that's true 90s that is (laughs) (laughs) and also quite a few faux pas in that actually watching it back now and how we've all evolved sort of there's there's some few bits of uh sexist misogyny and stuff like that in there a bit like Hmm. Um, but that's been quite fun just to watch a bit of old Buffy and you know and just a little bit of nostalgia and switch off that way but yeah and reading I, I do it takes me a bit of a while to get into a good book yeah I relate to that <laughs> yeah I need to I have to be grabbed by like page two otherwise I cannot do it um, but I'm reading um, Philip Pullman's Northern Lights at the moment because I watched um, her dark materials yeah his dark materials on the bbc adaptation which it was over christmas thought, wasn't it yeah, it was yes christmas. yeah and yeah I thought, oh, this is amazing so i really want to read the books my sister read all the books um so she got me the first book for christmas i'm nearly finished that so i want to watch the next uh, read the next one because the next series i think is coming out soon um amazing. so yeah kind of like delving in out but yeah if it's music i tend to try and listen to something that gives me comfort because music's also my job so yeah sometimes um sometimes no music helps <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm sick of listening to that all day <laughs> yes. the music and the lyrics and the blah 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 and yeah uh, um yeah. it leads me on to my next question and this one's going to get like a little bit deep here Ooh. but I, I love hearing what people's responses are obviously growing up you obviously you mentioned you know you've got some pretty big influence you know influences with you know like Whitney like those big powerhouse voices can you remember the song or the artist that way you really for the first time like felt something and was like oh wow okay wow I, I, <laughs> I pinpoint it but one of my mum's best friends when I was quite young I must have been about six or something anyway he gave me a prince mixtape and and on there it was like it was mainly prince and a new power generation so it had um diamonds and pearls thieves in the temple raspberry beret little red corvette (laughs) um when the doves cry most beautiful girl in the world um yeah and i just yeah i just that was uh fascinating to me like the way he the the you know, the lyrics, the chords, the guitar, the energy, the dynamics, like there is no one like Prince. Those yeah. songs are unreal. And I, I think that might have been, that's one of my earliest memories. I like, I remember like, looking at this mixtape and all, like his little handwritten, what the songs were and just being like, what is this? And listening I to I miss those. Again. 
I miss yeah, those days. Rewind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like recording like the top 40 and stuff yeah. and like playing it back. And, and yeah. I miss those days. These kids nowadays do not know how easy they, they have it. <laughs> they do not know, literally. And just waiting and then like, if you know, pausing the tape while someone chatted on the radio and like, don't need that bit. I just need the next song. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> you know, it's so true. And then I used to like listen back and like, I was a big fan of Eternal you know, like I'll play the tape up to a certain point and then write out the lyrics and then, <laughs> like, you know, get to a certain point, then I could sing the lyrics back. It was like a process. Also, it must have been great for my mum because I was occupied for however many hours that yeah, was. It, was. it was like the, our generation's iPad. <laughs> yeah, that was. Our tape players was our iPad. But you were learning <laughs> to read, you were learning to like spell, like you would do so many benefits from a tape. So true. I feel like we should take this back to Parliament now. I feel we like should. we're onto something here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to down, ban the digital age and make everybody have a tape machine. It's needed. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I think possibly, yeah, possibly that, I think. But then my mum was huge. a big U2 fan growing up, so I listened to a lot of U2 and then Maxi Priest and Bob Marley and, yeah. So that's quite a mix, isn't it? That kind of, yeah. like, of influences growing up. Like, do you find... To that, okay, I'm gonna throw it out there as well. Like when you go into kind of recording and stuff like that, like do you use kind of personal experiences or like how you're feeling on the day, or you know, do you take bits and bobs like oh, not that you want to sound like someone else, but like oh, this would sound quite good if like from a Prince kind of vibe or like a a U2 like Rocky kind of vibe. Like, how, what's your kind of writing process? Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I do take some of that kind of thought process when I'm doing a lot of the pop dance stuff because I kind of understand that sound or kind of, you know, some of the formula and structure in that. But, um, and I do take personal experience to sing stuff, but I think when it comes to my own stuff, that's when I really feel I'm feeling free in terms of the way I want to deliver yeah. something. So like my second single I released this year, just for one day, was basically, I wrote that, feeling really low and on a low day and just going I just need to talk to no one and um who's the producer I was in a session with that was the first session with him and that was so great and I just did me and I just yeah. felt me and then the same with cotton clouds I wanted it to be like big all those harmonies cotton clouds coming shaking babies talking smooth and like you know all <laughs> these kind of little intricate parts and yeah yeah when I do when I do me, I'm I'm doing me, and then like Whiskey Midnight, which is my most recent yes. single, like moody and dark and sexy, and that's you know another side of my character. And you know sometimes I don't want to do a big vocal; I want to do something which is breathy and intimate and and close and talk about that energy and that feeling. And yeah, you know, and um, sometimes on dance you don't get to explore that realm as much because most people kind of want to go for something which is commercial and radio friendly and you know um and in terms of like lyrical content they don't always want something too dark because dancers kind of got to be happy yeah um, so yeah so i do find when i go in for me then i can really express more of what i feel inside and you know instead of thinking this is the final chorus and I'm going to have to now and yeah. <laughs> this is where it drops <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I, love this drop now. Yeah. No, I, I think it's incredible and I'm genuinely such a huge fan 
I'm, I'm so grateful that you, you know, you wanted to come for a waffle. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for um, reaching out to me, sliding into my Insta DMs. Well, you've, you've got to take these risks, haven't you? You're really, yeah. It's, exactly. I, I don't do it like in my like personal life, but when it comes to like work and like getting people waffling, I'm like in everyone's like, no, I need what to speak you to you. Um, so I went through um, a bit of a situation where my mum nearly passed away from an operation gone wrong. And then I kind of had to um, take care of like the house, my little sister at the time. And so it was kind of trying to deal with the process of kind of nearly losing my mom to then kind of, you know, having to grow up and, you know, keeping a full-time job. I mean, no one ever prepared me for like looking after my sister and like proms and like giving dating advice. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I can give like dating advice, but <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> But it kind of, it all got a little bit too much anyway with it all. And then in January this year, I went down a very dark path and I was like, right, this isn't me. Like, so I reached out to my friends and kind of got the help that I needed. And then just before lockdown, obviously I was having therapy sessions, but it obviously it had to come to an end. And it was mm. kind of like, well, I need to keep talking. I need to keep this momentum going. And then I started the podcast and then I found like, well, it actually it was coming, it was turning into a coping mechanism for me. And then what it was doing, it was opening doors. So it was kind of like, well, you know, music is my biggest coping mechanism. Like I want to, like I said, that like I want to speak to these people about, you know, the, how their music came about and cause it's got such huge happy memories for me. So it kind of takes me to that happy place when I'm like catching up or, you know, like I'm, you know, speaking to people like yourself. It's, it's, it's an ongoing kind of therapy process, but I'm absolutely having the best time of my life. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, all power to you. You're obviously the best big brother in the world and incredible <laughs> son. Is your mum doing okay now? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm at this point. I think she's either a robot or there is someone <laughs> up there looking over her. Like she, I mean, it sounds brutal, but we get told like she's going to pass away like almost like three times a year. She had coronavirus and I was thought, you know, this is it now. Like, you know, kind of planning a funeral for someone who wasn't dead. It was, it was, it was horrible, but here we are now. Like <laughs> she's still here. She's still giving out her orders. She's still giving out her demands. It's, I mean, she's, you never, ever underestimate a woman. Uh, yeah I love that strong woman I love that well you're (laughs) super strong too and I just sort of I love how open you are talking about it as well because it's so important and um I mean uh especially for men to talk about and be open about how they're feeling what they're going through like um uh I looked at a lot of the calm zone stuff a friend of ours um committed suicide I think last year he was going through a terrible time and and you know that's it's really important to talk and especially uh, it's weird because with social media and stuff like we're so connected but because we're also so bombarded with information and stuff it can make you feel a lot of anxiety a lot of stress I get anxiety a lot sometimes going on Twitter and seeing all stuff or you know Instagram if you're having a low day and you know Instagram is literally the highlights reel like not many people are posting yeah so talking because it's easy to like shut down and and go quiet and like I do that sometimes I sort of just go into myself and just don't want to talk to anyone and you know when you actually do talk to someone and open up about some of these things either people are really going through a similar thing to you or just it does make it better so you know what you've done is amazing so 
No, I appreciate that. And thank you for opening up that because I think it's people like yourself who, you know, are so kind of well-known and like you're, I think with you know, like pop stars and stuff, they're so expected to be like happy all the time. They're so kind of, you know, yeah, we release this really incredible music, you know, life's great. So as a fan to hear like that, you kind of have those anxious feelings and stuff like that. It kind of, it makes us feel like more human, you know, because that's what we are. We're all, we're all the same. We all have these feelings. So it honestly, I think it's such an incredible thing that you just did then open up. I I had no idea. So I really appreciate that. (laughs) Oh no, thanks. It is, it is that it's, we are all human. I think, you know, and I've, I felt that pressure and, you know, um, in pop music and entertainment and all this kind of stuff and that kind of flashy flashy stuff you do feel you know I felt pressured to be like have I posted a good enough picture do I look relevant enough do I look cool yeah blah blah, blah. and it's like all of it is absolute like shit sorry to say <laughs> no, it is no I can be a part of shit yeah and it's not real and it's also a bit sad that we've become so obsessed and consumed with that and some of the Definitely. TV and you know and um i mean i don't like certain types of i love old school hip-hop but i don't like yeah. some of the like moderny mumble rap stuff because a lot of it is just so material and whatever and also some of like the really extreme pop videos and stuff that really worship luxury items sometimes I'm yeah just like, it, there isn't any there's no yeah there's no substance obviously yeah. we would have a bit of glitz and glam every now and then we want to do something like fabulous but also let's keep it real and like pack a sandwich and go for a walk like. exactly i'm still <laughs> wave literally i go to the co-op just to, for the whoops bit at the end I of the day co-op. i love it exactly <laughs> yeah, God, awesome. <laughs> that's what i need i want a music video with someone going through the whoops aisle that's what <laughs> that's what's needed <laughs> absolutely love that you should do that get you the next video um (laughs) but yeah i just think it's all about that balance and communication and um yeah just we're not i think music can sort of feel like that and obviously it's an escape as well yeah but i mean it isn't a movie you know and i think sometimes people feel like they need to live their lives like that it is like a daily movie and it's like no and also that's not honest it's not relatable and um exactly we're all humans or have an excellent day and especially in the music industry in within 24 hours you can have the best day of your life and the worst day it's a roller coaster life me and my best friend call it that it's like roller coaster life uh but yeah anyway so uh, yeah i'll stop waffling <laughs> oh never never um yeah no thank you so much for joining me i've had an, like my face hurts like i'm actually i've had such a good time oh so, thank you so much thank you so much um when's the new single out when when when's out when can we expect it september is the drop but i can't say too much yet but i'll be announcing my socials a couple of weeks time but september i'm really looking forward to this and then i've got another cool couple of collaborations coming up before the end of the year as well so yeah it's been a bit of a a busy weirdly in lockdown obviously all the gigs got cancelled but then everybody sort of like focused on studio and yeah and stuff so actually yeah there's quite a few songs coming um but i'm very excited about my next release so i yes, can't wait to hear it yeah a <laughs> couple of weeks time and uh yeah so uh yeah thanks for having look me look forward to it thank you and i will speak to you soon thank you Taylor. yes you've been listening to the waffle shop podcast huge thank you to my special guest this week kelly lee make sure you're checking her out because her new song is out this friday don't forget to hit that subscribe button keep waffling and i'll see you guys next week
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.